Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 44, The Projects We Love to Hate. Oh, <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> I know, I feel like we could have subtitled this, <clears throat> Blankets, We're Looking at You, All of You. Episode A. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sub-episodes for sure, because, and I don't know why we're like this. I feel like in a lot of fabric art people are fiber art people I guess I should say are this way like everyone I know that knits or crochets or quilts or whatever has several projects usually going at once because Mm -hmm. well for me I get mad at one and I'm like yep done with you right now stupid blue (laughs) yarn you know what I mean and I'm like I'm gonna go back to this happy yarn it makes me happy until it doesn't and then I switch to something different again um but I feel like all fiber people can feel this episode like everybody has a project that they love and hate at the same time yes I I feel bad by saying this but I almost have sort of an animosity towards projects that people want me to do versus what I just want to do that's why I could never be a hairdresser because I I couldn't have somebody probably come in and say, yeah, I want this haircut. I'd be like, no, we're going to do this instead. Right. <laughs> I want to do the project that I want to do when I want to do it and the color that I want to do it in and the type of yarn that I want to do it in. Um, I have a really hard time with people wanting um, more specific things. Oh, yeah. Well, it's tough, too, because I feel like some people want to be so specific on, and I get they're looking for a specific look or whatever character, you name it. But at the same time, like, I guess people just don't get it because they don't do our craft. But I feel like by getting down to the nitty gritty of every detail and spec, you're taking kind of away the creative freedom of and fun of of getting to be creative when you make things and do things, you know? Right. That's exactly what it is. I think, I mean, I wouldn't probably go to like an artist or something with a picture and be like, hi, I would like for you to paint this for me, please. I don't know. I'm sure. I mean, obviously people do that because that, you know, when they get murals and stuff done, I'm sure they have like an idea in their mind, but it's just really hard to have the same vision as somebody else. Yeah, and I think to appreciate, too, like, if I'm working so super hard on this because I love you and I want it to be something special for you, I don't want you to be like, oh, I love it, but I wish you could have done a... I would no. like to micromanage the whole process. Right. Uh, or the ones that send, like, a super intricate picture that they found on you know, Pinterest or something like that. And they're like, I would like for you to make this for me and I will buy the yarn. No, you'll be doing more than that. Right. Because cool that you're buying the yarn, but are you buying my 72 hours it's going to take to make that? And it's never the yarn that the pattern calls for. I can tell you that too. (laughs) Oh, I I would like this worsted weight pattern done in chunky yarn, please. (laughs) Oh, for sure it is. For sure it's chunky Uh... yarn. Every time. And then when you get it, it's like a giant freaking pillow of an object because that chunky yarn is really only useful for certain projects. Not everything is meant to be made in every type of yarn. Right. Or cotton thread yarn. (laughs) Yes. Dental floss. Yes. And let's be honest, if you're not sure, go back. We have a whole episode. If you're new to listening. Go back and listen because we have a whole episode talking about what type of yarn do I use for that. So, you know, they they literally give you little charts and things that tell you, like, what is best for, you know, blankets versus scarves versus gloves or mittens. Like, it's, you know, there's a purpose and a reason for these differences in weight yarns. We're not trying to just be difficult and say we don't want to make your bulky, you know, 60-inch wide scarf. Um there's a reason you know that those runs don't go with that but well okay if you had to pick your most hated project that you've made what's it going to be man I don't know that's a tough call um 
probably the mint and teal ripple blanket. I mean, it was easy, but it was tedious. I would have thought it would have been your uh, curse word blanket. Oh, yeah. That one um, also, I mean, it was... So, honestly, under the umbrella of blankets, I don't like anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one, it, yes, there, it was trying for sure. The good thing about that blanket, though, is the pattern changed up. So, it wasn't, you know, the same stitch yes, every true. time. So, it Not was quite a little as, different. Not like, boring as the other one. The American flag blankets. I don't like sewing on the little stars. Yes. And it's hard to fit all 50 of those little stars into that small space. And then, of course, when you're mm-hmm. sewing them on, sometimes they're a little wonky here and there. So, um, yeah, anything really that I have to sew pieces onto, the pocket shawls, I can never get those daggone pockets lined up the way that I want them to. But at some point... You have to just be finished with it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be done. And that is probably my biggest thing is I'm a perfectionist and I expect things to look well. Let's see. I'm 34 now and I started crocheting when I was eight. So I want things to look like I have 26 years of experience without question. And sometimes things don't turn out the way that I have them in my head. And even though the customers are really happy with them, I'm not like I can close my eyes and point to you the mistakes <laughs> that were made. And even though, you know, they might not, or it might not be that noticeable. I, I would rather rip out 10 rows to go fix one stitch that maybe my tension wasn't right on. And I, I feel like that makes me kind of a psychopath, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's just, I don't know. I, anything that um, requires a lot of focus, I have struggles with, and I don't particularly care for those kinds of projects because I want it to be fun and I want to be able to do it while I watch TV and that kind of stuff. I don't want it. I don't want my passion and my hobby and what I really like doing to become something that I dread doing, which I find I have a lot of when I do very specific projects for people because it, one, I hold myself to a higher standard than if it's just something that I'm just making on a whim. And two, I really get tired of just seeing the same thing all the time, which is my problem with blankets. Yes. I feel like for me, and obviously, I don't have nearly as many years of experience, so I also don't have nearly as many completed projects to even think about complaining, but I made a headband out of some yarn that I thought would be a worsted weight. It, I got it, and it wasn't cotton, but it was like that. I want to say it might have been like peaches and cream or sugar and cream, something and something. Mm-hmm. But it was that, uh, actually, it's that mermaidish yarn I brought you. Oh, yeah. It, and I was like, burn this stuff to the ground. I don't care. I have it right here, actually. Hold on. Let me, let me see. I can read you. Oh, no. It doesn't have a label on it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but the... <laughs> False alarm. The, the pattern at the time I was trying to do was a garter stitch, which I believe, and I still always get these mixed up. There's a stockinette stitch and a garter stitch. The stockinette stitch is your basic just knit stitch every row. Knit, 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 knit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One of my favorites because I can actually do it like not looking. And because it's basic. I don't have to think or count or remember if I skipped and, you know, what I just, just knit. Right. So I really do enjoy that. But the garter stitch is really pretty and it's knit on one side and then on the other side it is almost like a like a looks like a braiding kind of um or like a traditional knit stitch you would see on a knit hat not the wavy lines but the pretty little v's because you purl that row yeah so you knit a whole row purl a whole row my problem is and even now i mean i'm better now but at the time and this was you know six months ago i couldn't read my work so 
had a hard time looking at, okay, the last row was this. That means I need to this. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it looks like that last row I knit, so I need to purl the next row. So since I couldn't really tell, I tried to always do a good job of, like, no matter what, I would always do the last row as the purl row because I hate purling. We all know that. Yeah. So that at least if I stopped at any point, I knew that when I picked it back up, I was to knit. Yep. Got really far into trying to make this headband, and then I freaking did one extra row of the wrong thing, which would be fine, except for it completely reversed those two things now. So now my pattern that had this pretty little, you know, my pretty little V pearls, right now the wavy bumps are on that side. Mm. I was so mad, I cast the whole thing off and sealed her up as a twisty infant headband. <laughs> Because I just didn't know, I didn't, and that's the thing too, I'm inexperienced, so I didn't know how, how else to react to fix it. Like, I just literally, I remember taking a picture and sending it to you, like, I know that you don't knit, but is there any chance you could try to tell me what I did wrong here? (laughs) Because I was so mad, so mad. And then I figured it out, and I got a little cocky, and I was like, I'm gonna try this again, because now I know what I did wrong, and I can tell now. You better believe that I got about halfway back in that thing and did the exact freaking same thing. I was literally ready to burn that yarn. (laughs) And it's not even the yarn's fault. First of all, I don't know why I'm so hateful about the yarn. The yarn had nothing to do with it. The only thing I will say was the yarn was a little lighter weight than I would have imagined. I was going to say, you still didn't care for that yarn a whole lot, I remember. No. And it was, like, weird because it kept getting, like, almost little, like, like, pills on it, like... I don't know. Um, not a fan. That was probably the worst project I've had so far, I would say. Um, right now, I'm trying to get this pocket shawl finished. And it's not bad because I've done it just in all knit stitch. The only nice. thing that's hard is it's a pretty big yarn. And so I'm using size 13 needles, which, like my old lady hands, they're just really big to try to like hold and maneuver because it is such a big yarn. Oh, yeah. That I find my hands get crampy a little sooner than they normally would. Um, so it's going to turn out really good, I hope. Uh, I posted a picture the other day because it's so weird. I bought this yarn. I started on this thing just because I really liked the yarn. Um, little did I know, Jeff had ordered me a couple of pairs of Christmassy leggings. And they came in the mail the other day. And he's like, yeah, got you these early Christmas gift. You're not allowed to wear them until after Thanksgiving. And I'm like... Okay, so I open them up, and I'm like, sweet, Christmas leggings. One pair is, like, kind of grinchy looking, but this other pair is, like, black with, like, a royal bluey purple kind of check on it, and then there's, like, presents and stockings, and I swear to God, it's like they were meant to go with this yarn. Oh. It's weird. Like, they are perfectly paired up, these leggings and this shawl I'm making. It was meant to be. It was, and I'm going to try to wear it for our Christmas photos. I'm going to wear... The leggings, a black shirt, this little poncho-y thing I'm making here. I guess poncho is mm-hmm. not a good word. Pocket shawl, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was like fate. It was meant to be. So this yarn makes me happy. But I don't know, man. That I'll never get over that mermaidy yarn. <laughs> like it traumatized me. My next for me project is going to be a poncho for Easter. I, what was the name of that yarn again that you sent me for that one? Um, Retro Stripes by Red Heart. I really like it because it's mm-hmm. the best of both worlds. It's like neon, but not neon. Stores and websites are always sold out of it or they don't carry it. Or as soon as they get it in, they sell out of it quick. And you can buy it on like eBay and stuff under QVC and things, but it's super expensive on there but joanne's had some in when i was shopping during their thanksgiving sale on there and i bought some um on during their thanksgiving sale because honestly that's the first time i've ever seen it on joanne's where it hasn't been sold out oh nice you probably were the early bird yeah i really thought it was pretty um and it makes sense that it's always sold out because it like i said it's like kind of pastel but kind of neon and well i'm very cheery yeah, it is. And I'm not on TikTok, but from my understanding, the reason why it's such a popular yarn is because I guess there's some beanie called like the TikTok beanie. You'll have to look what? it up. And it's made out of that yarn and it was just some crazy fad. Um, 
So I don't know. And now I'm starting to see it again in my oh. groups. I'm I, as we're talking. I'm googling. Say, are, did you see it? Yes, and they did it as more of a stripey pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if I'm being honest, it's kind of a a pretty basic pattern. What they did, I liked the one that you sent me way better. It's they did it on one of those knitting machines, I think. Oh, of course they. Or did. that's how I've seen them Ooh. done. I'm like a a bird, and there's shiny objects in all these pictures. I need to stop looking, but you know the one hat that you make where it always has a pom pom and like the ribbed banding, but then you do some weird stitchery in between there, and it kind of makes rows of different. You do different colored rows of this yeah. sometimes. Uh-huh. There's a picture with a white trim, a white fluff ball thing, pom pom. I don't know why I'm losing my words today. <laughs> And then they did all the stripes using that yarn, and that looks pretty amazing, too. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, because it's like, um, I don't know if ombre is really the right word to use for I mean, it's called stripes, so I guess self-striping is probably the word that I'm looking for. Yeah, because but... I feel like, yes, I feel like self-striping. I feel like with, well, I don't know, the ombre maybe, the variegateds I don't like as much because there, there's no striping. It's just like quick color changes, and I right. like that that one is not as quick. Yes, I like the variegated yarn for plan pooling, where it's kind of like the tartan look. I don't know how to do that with with knitting. Obviously, I don't know how to do a lot with knitting, but some lady had one the other day. She posted a picture of a knitting group, and it, I mean, it looked like a Burberry scarf. Like it. Yeah. you. They make special yarn now for that specifically to wear the color change is specifically that certain way so that way when you are if you're a person that makes gauge swatches which I'm not but no same um, (laughs) nobody got time for that but if you follow their suggested gauge what have you on it um it just it works up that way without any kind of effort I mean I'm sure you have to adjust your tension and stuff the same as you would if you were doing it on like a non-specific planned pulling yarn and just a regular variegated yarn but um yeah I thought it was really cool and then that same TikTok beanie there's another one that I've seen called like the evil twin TikTok beanie and it is the hold on a second I got that yarn right here let me see I don't remember the name of it uh bright stripe from red heart and it's and the that's same the one, one. that has the black in it yes that i made my granny square crop top yes okay i'm looking at it here i love it so either one is really cool but i've never done anything with the retro stripe one because i can never find it in stores and i'm sorry but i'll be damned if i pay ten dollars a skein of yarn for like some just regular yarn um on ebay or any place like that like i like it but i don't like it that much so um i checked joanne's though and they had some and it was on sale so i was like i'm gonna go ahead and get some because that would make a really cute poncho for springtime yes that will be super cute so keep looking out for that when i get these projects done that'll probably be the next one that i start on Yes, I look forward to it. I want to get my pocket shawl done. I want to get some of the 12,000 scarves I kind of have in progress. I want to get some of those guys done. Yeah. And I don't I don't mean to have that many things in progress, but like I'm working on Remy's little Christmas scarf and so it's little. I can take it with me. We went to, uh Sunday we had the Christmas parade here in town. And we had to be up there early to drop Jeff and Gatlin off so that they could do the baseball float. Well, then we just parked and sat and waited, you know, the hour for the parade to start. So, like, I took her scarf with me because I could just throw it in my purse and go, I can't really throw this mm-hmm. pocket shawl in my purse because it weighs, like, 800 pounds. This bulky yarn. I mean, it's definitely going to keep me warm, but it is heavy. Yes. I was crocheting the other night. Um, I'm helping a friend make scarves for Christmas because she's got some quilts that she's got to get done for Christmas and asked if I could help her with the scarves so I am doing that but I was crocheting feverishly the other night to like where I broke out into a sweat and like the dog oh no her head was laying on my lap and I had a blanket on and I was crocheting and of course I was you know moving and 
like I had to strip down to just a cami while I was <laughs> crocheting because I was so hot from all that movement. But I was in no position to stop either. I was like, no, this is just a scarf. I'm getting this done before I go to bed tonight. And tonight I'm working on number two out of four. But the other two are kid size scarves, so they won't take me long at all. But I wanted to get the two biggest ones at least knocked out. So I'm getting the second one done tonight, but I, I feel fine tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Man, I I felt like I just ran a marathon the other night when I was working on the one. Yes. I, I don't know if I'm going to do any knitting tonight. I want to, but honestly I am drained from this day. I have just been having quite the saga happening with my freaking kid, man. She's off the hook. Um, I will share a funny with our listeners about her. Some may not find this funny, but I freaking laughed until I cried. Because if you know my kid, she's very straight up. Uh, very like you, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> not a lot of sugar coating. It just very is what it is. <laughs> Um, and she may or may not have been tasked with uh, writing things on classmates' papers that they are good at. Two kids may have gotten a little bit of the the Lizzo Truth Hurts button because she wrote, and I quote, you are good at gossiping. Um, which in turn just created a windfall of events, quite frankly. And, you know... Parenting is hard, man, and there's no manual yeah. for it. And there's not. Every time, at least for me, that I feel like, hey, man, you're getting this figured out. You don't really have a mom or a dad, and you're winging it, and you're doing a good job. Life is like, oh, you think you're doing a good job? Hold my beer. Hang on. Let me send you a paper home from the teacher or whatever. And so this afternoon, I actually had a meeting with the school. And I was just all jazzed up. I get nervous and whatever. So I anxiety going into this thing was like pff, level 12,000. And there might have been a few tears shed, which always just makes me tired for some reason. So this evening, I am just thoroughly drained. And tomorrow's December 1st. So like yep. full steam ahead. There is no time to be exhausted for the next month at least. Um... So I don't know if I'll knit tonight or not. I am just, shoo, I am literally worn out. But I need to because I want to wear this thing for Christmas pictures. And hello, tomorrow's December the 1st. So I'm kind of, kind of running out a little bit on time. I've been laughing so hard. The internet is a funny thing. And I'm not, I'm not that clever. I'm not that witty. I am not that funny. But I have been rolling at some of these memes lately. Um, I... I think I sent this one the other day, but it just made me feel for all of us, our listeners, anybody who lives in our world of crafting, because it said, me in November, I will make a beautiful handcrafted gift for everyone <laughs> I love. And then it said, me in December, I love two people. <laughs> and I feel like that's me. And I just want to put a like disclaimer. It's not that I don't love you. I'm just really slow. I I'm want so sorry. you. You never watched The Office, did you? I do, yes. You do? Love the reruns. Okay. I don't know why I thought that you didn't. Okay, so did you watch the Christmas episode when Phyllis gave Michael the mittens, like their white elephant exchange that they had that she knitted? No, I don't think I've seen that. Oh my god, you gotta go look it up. I'm pretty sure it's season two, episode ten. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) (laughs) somewhere around there but they had like a Christmas exchange and um so everybody like Michael on there I think he got Ryan an iPod iPod that dates the show right for sure because that was the technology at the time yeah but so they Anyway, they decided to do this gift exchange instead, which they had all, I guess, previously picked a person that they were going to make something for. So anyway, is this whole thing. Well, they end up um, exchanging gifts and Phyllis um, knitted Michael a pair of oven mitts. I think they were meant to be oven mitts. Um, and 
he like flips out because he just didn't appreciate that it was you know oh, no. he was like i got so and so an ipod and all she gives me is oven um i don't know it just cracks me up every time because even though i don't knit like it's sort of the same feeling that i get sometimes when yeah make somebody something and it's like they don't quite have the appreciation for it that i feel like they should have <laughs> for it yes and, and I, I know that's a agree. me problem that's not a them problem i have high expectations sometimes but no uh, you know what though it's not because <laughs> i made some things for someone that was expecting at the time and made some things for uh the baby and not like, I don't know, 20 minutes after gifting said items, they were like, older kids were like, just tossing said items around the room like it was a football and oh. let me feel this over here. And I, like, I would have probably put it up. It was pretty special. Someone spent the time to make this for my kid. Um, but it was funny because actually Jeff was like, don't do that again clearly they don't appreciate your work and I was like look at you appreciating my work thank you you know what I mean but um yeah it's just I don't know it's tough so okay the office I don't know if I ever told you this story our uh former co-worker and also friend that moved out of the state over the past year or two if you're connecting some dots I'm trying to be good I'm gonna need some more clues (laughs) Okay, sure. may or may not be thriving on life. We are just not sure these days. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. Picking up what you're putting so, down now. Okay. Thank you. She and I also, aside from being friends and co-workers, used to at one time be neighbors as well, kind of. Um, in rural Ohio here, you could be someone's neighbor and not even live on the same road with them because perhaps your farmland surrounding your property butts up to their farmland on the other side of he hauled that butts up to their property and that's right. kind of how we were neighbors yeah one time i was at work and so was she and jeff had been watching reruns of the office well there's an episode where dwight talks about stabbing this werewolf and this whole thing and then <laughs> and he's like turns out it's just the neighbor's dog okay <laughs> i don't know that jeff's watching the office because i I'm at work doing my job. Yeah. I get a text. A text that says just that. I just shot this werewolf and I thought it was a werewolf and then when I got up close it was the neighbor's dog and I was like you <laughs> shot Ashley's dog? Oh and I used her uh, name anyway. Sorry Ash. Uh, I was like you shot there's Ashley's a, there's dog? a billion Ashleys. <laughs> what? No I'm watching the office and I was like what is wrong with you? Why would you send that to me? Like but he thought that I would get it, but I was in full-on work mode, and I didn't, and I literally was like, great, this is going to be great. He just shot her dog, and we're friends, work neighbors, so and we work together. Right. Her yeah. kids are going to hate me. Like, I thought for sure he just shot their dog. <laughs> Turns out he didn't. He was just quoting Dwight. Uh, oh, my gosh. It was the greatest thing ever. But I was like, don't ever do that again. I was so mad. Uh, but yes, geez. I want you to YouTube that Christmas episode. I'm going to for sure. <laughs> tonight because um, uh, yeah, just, I need a good laugh. It makes me laugh every single time, and I mean, I've seen it a zillion times, so it shouldn't get me every time like it does. But every time I do, and then I rewind it as if Eric's never seen it before, and I make him watch it too, and he's like, "Yes, I, I know." <laughs> you know, I don't know. Those are the best, though. Like, I'll tell you. I get sick of Impractical Jokers. It's one of Jeff's favorite shows, and they play reruns like twenty four seven, which is fine. And it's a funny show. I get mad though because I'm like, dude, they've had a lot of seasons. This one's on again. Yeah. But for me, the one where Murr is dressed like a vampire in the choir and has to testify, <laughs> that's another one of those that every single time I think it is just as funny <laughs> when he gets like the feet going and he's you know. I use it for Jeff. He loves the Scoopski potato one and the one where Joe Gatto is dressed up like a genie and they keep accidentally yeah. crashing him into everything. That They play that one a lot too, I feel like. They do play that one a lot. And it is funny, especially when they play the episodes where it's got like the blurbs like, yeah, they he mm-hmm. wasn't supposed to do, you know, whatever. But right. um, 
those ones also make like Jeff literally laughs at them like it's the first time he's ever seen them every time like hardcore belly laughing and I'm like okay that one is funny but it was also just on four hours ago so <laughs> like I feel like they need the channel people need to get their programming right. life together <laughs> but I do love shows like that that make me laugh I don't even care I think that those are the best and me too. I will definitely watch it because same i feel the same with trailer park boys and i know that's a super raunchy show uh for anybody that's seen it but it just makes me laugh every time and it is always on <laughs> in our house because it's just one of those shows where you don't have to really watch it because i've got you know every episode memorized they said that, like people with anxiety do that a lot will watch the same like shows and stuff repetitively because there's no surprises with that I agree with that I'll tell you what the other night we were Saturday night I'm like look it's the last night of our long weekend you know technically because obviously Sunday night is full of nothing but anxiety Sunday night Mm -hmm. so I can't count it still as having a night but I'm like no um it's the last night we should watch a movie or something and just like all right what about this movie it just came on and it was called man what was it called the it wasn't the underwater house, like the deep or the deep house, maybe. Uh, I'm going to use my phone, a friend. What was that movie called? Oh, I was right. It was the deep house. Don't watch oh, it. Okay. It's scary as hell. Oh, no. Um, but it was like a, I, like I even told Jeff Lake, I'm watching and I'm listening, but I'm also not watching because I can't even look right now or I'm probably going to have nightmares. Like <laughs> the whole thing, first of all, was underwater oh these youtubers they go on these underwater adventures and they found this weird underwater house that they were trying to like explore through that in itself being underwater with a tank of oxygen that tells you how much time you have until you're out of oxygen that in itself is enough to push me over the edge on anxiety is it like a movie movie or like a documentary no like a movie movie oh okay Mm -hmm. and because i know you're probably not gonna watch it i'll just no i'm not um (laughs) They get in this house. Clearly, it's a haunted-ish house. Nobody ever makes it out. Mm. But, like, you know, it starts off kind of slow. They're underwater. They're looking here, looking there, looking everywhere. Like, oh, everything looks untouched. So weird. You know, you would think by now it would be decayed. And, yeah, they get down to, like, the cellar, of course. Because who goes into a freaking cellar of any house? No. Um... But they get there and whoop, what do you have? There's people chained up and stuff. So the like, oh, that in itself is scary. No. And I'm like, oh gosh, you know, no, no, no. Yep. Fast forward. You better mm. believe those people come back to life. Oh, of course they do. Um, <laughs> of course they do. And it started off like the stupid, like, you know, they can hear each other through their scuba masks and headsets. But what was that? Did you just hear that creepy music? And the guy's like, uh, what? I don't know. You're crazy to hear anything. And I'm like, I heard it, girl. No. I heard it. You're in trouble. Get out. Like, Immediately changing the channel. <laughs> yeah. So I was meeting throughout that and like kind of watching, kind of not watching, but like I looked up at one point and literally said, and I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight now. So I feel the, the same thing- with Criminal Minds. Eric and I, like we got into quite the spat when he and I first got together over Criminal <laughs> Minds because he wanted to watch it and absolutely not i was like no there okay first of all there's enough psychopaths that walk and crawl this earth there is no reason why anything like that needs to be on primetime television to give See, these crazy weird. even more ideas <laughs> okay this is weird and i don't know why my brain is programmed this way but give me investigation discovery channel give me criminal minds give me law and order suv Tell me about the serial killers. I will fall asleep watching that stuff. And it does not even faze me. But give me some pretend. I know it's pretend. It could never be real life scary movie. And I won't sleep for a week. Like it's the stupidest thing. Yeah. I am. Like I I can watch serial killer. Not even, maybe not even so much like documentaries. but Or like listen to true crime pro- podcasts and things. Yeah, like More the true crime stuff. Um. I can listen to that all day long, fall asleep like a baby. As a matter of fact, I was listening to one the other night um, on this podcast called the Lights Out Podcast. Um, oh. And it's just true crime and like paranormal stuff and UFOs and whatever. But um, I was listening to that the other night, put it on, fell right to sleep like a little baby. But you better believe I watched some Criminal Minds or some dramatized shit like that and I'm not sleeping for two weeks 
I yeah, I don't I don't know why things are weird like that. That wasn't another gunshot, was it? I'm sorry. I don't know. Did I discuss last week the gunshots and the cow and all of that? I yeah. think I did. Uh-huh. Either somebody's got a car that keeps backfiring or for a second I was like, tell me there's another cow out there because <laughs> for a minute, uh it was a bit concerning. Um, so we did a little Thanksgiving hello, which was, you know, on an off day on a Thursday. We hope that didn't throw everybody for a loop on our schedule for that, but we just wanted to say hi and how thankful we are for everybody. But, um, I know obviously not all of our listeners have Thanksgiving when we do or at all. Um, but you know, let's talk about that a little bit. We had a long weekend. We had a whole lot of good food and I don't know if you did celebrate Thanksgiving, we, we want to know how yours went or we'd love your, perhaps you'll share a special family with us. I was going to say, us. any family drama stories you want to share with us? Because I love a good family drama story. Yes. And <laughs> we feel a little totally... better about mine, I think. <laughs> yeah. Not mention names or anything. We'll share. We'll share your drama if you want. Yeah. Ours was really drama free. I'm going to be honest. It was probably one of the most uneventful holidays we've ever had. Everybody was just doing their thing and eating good food. And like, it was just very, very uneventful. Um, I got to see my sister and my twin nephews, which I hadn't seen in a little while. So I was super excited about that. And oh my gosh, they are so funny. Um, They're just so big. They're five now and they are just just at a funny age the things that they say are funny and the jokes they tell are out of control but so that was good (laughs) we didn't really have anything like eventful though which I'll take it yeah I I didn't really have anything eventful either I just had my in-laws over on Thanksgiving day so um they're a very tame crowd (laughs) there wasn't wasn't That's anything. the way to go, though, man. Like, I don't, I just don't like all the hoopla. Like, I've gotten to, I've reached the stage in my life where I used to lose my mind, perhaps, of say the rolls weren't ready when the rest of the meal was ready because I just wanted everything to be perfect and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, what's that? Rolls aren't done yet. That's cool. We'll eat them later for dinner with leftovers. It's whatever. Right. Do you want bread and butter or not? Like, yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. Get some bread and butter. Yeah, so I don't know. I think maybe that's helped why it has gone so smooth. But now, of course, we move on to the month of a little bit of chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the month where they, the kids have Christmas programs at school and we've got basketball and they've got more testing because, God, the standardized testing never ends in these schools. And yeah, then Christmas break, which it's nice that the kids get a really nice break, but adults don't. Indeed. (laughs) I feel like the schools need to chit-chat it up with the worker people so that employers and schools are on the same page and everybody gets those same days off because it'd really help everyone out if parents were off also when the kids were off. Yeah. You don't have to awkwardly find the babysitter and, you know, for the kids that are like in the weird age between they don't really need a babysitter in the mornings, but if they're going to be home the whole day, they need a babysitter. Right. I feel bad for those parents that are like, you know, you got a 13 year old, 14 year old, you might be able to leave for work at seven 30, know that they're going to get themselves on the bus before eight and let them come right. home from school. But if, if you got to go to work at seven 30 and your kid's going to be home all day by themselves, that's a whole different story. So I feel bad for those parents that fall into those situations. That's tough. And I, I mean, not just selfishly because it would give us extra days off, but I do genuinely wish that, I don't know, there were more things like that. Like, I also feel like while I'm dosing out everyone extra days off because I'm clearly such a stupor, stellar employer myself, I also feel like voting day should be a day off. Oh, I do too. I've been saying that for years. We it's one day every couple years. Well, I mean, we have special elections, but I'm thinking more specifically for like presidential and midterms yes every two years i agree yeah we have a colleague that works in in a television we have and she over the past year uh received her u.s citizenship she went through all the stuff to do that which is cool and i love her so i always ask her questions about it because she's 
she doesn't get annoyed, I think, by my naive questions. But I just don't know how a lot of things work. So she's one I can always ask. So when she was doing the citizenship stuff, I was asking her about that. But I was also asking um, with the last two elections we've had, really, like, how does it work where, you know, where you're from? How does that work? And there, uh, a country in South America, they it is a paid day off for everyone to vote. But you literally have to. Or if you don't have your paper saying you voted, you can't get a driver's license. And I'm like... So they treat it like it's a civic duty, really. Yes. That's why you have the day off. You must perform your duty. And if you want these other rights, like driving, then you better be able to tell us you actually did that voting thing. So I don't know how we get that as a go here, but I love that idea. One thing that... Not not to get too political here, because I don't know that... No, we usually <laughs> people don't, would so. would agree with me on this. But for instance, I feel like if you have a job where you pay taxes, you should get to vote. I mean, my stepson, he started working at the local grocery store here when he was 16, but he couldn't vote till he was 18. I'm like, you shouldn't you should have a say in where your taxes are going. Yes. I, I mean, feel that that's a great point. I get that there's a lot of kind of irresponsible teenagers who will fill in bubbles just to fill them in because you know they're voting and they think it's cool maybe not really like uh educate themselves on the issues or how they feel about certain things so i i do see how it can get abused but at the same time like if you're responsible enough to have a job you're responsible enough to pay your taxes you should get to have a saying where that money goes or on the flip side of that maybe we shouldn't tax our kids first jobs and they don't start getting taxed until they're 18 when they're old yeah, enough to vote. That's true. Um, because they feel the same. And, you know, regardless of any of our political backgrounds, you know, we never go politicky weird on here because we just love yarn and talking about that. But I feel the same in our country. You can sign up to be in the military at the age of 18, but you cannot drink alcohol until you're 21 or smoke a cigarette until you're 21, which to me is crazy that we allow these kids to sign up and fight for our country and essentially lay their life on the line. But God forbid they have a beer. Like, it's so weird. Some things are so weird to me. I looked into that a little bit, actually, because I also did not like that. And the reason being, I don't know necessarily about cigarettes, but for alcohol, they said the reason why the drinking age is 21 is because your liver, I guess, isn't fully developed until then or something. And it can cause like some severe damage down the road if you start drinking too early. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're using some sort of medical science for that, but I agree that. Well, and in which case, if that is the case, cool, then move up the enlistment age to 21. And I know that's probably really an unpopular opinion too, but I just feel like there's such a weird, you're old enough to go give your life for our country. You are not old enough to make a decision about your liver, though. Right. So that's where things are weird here sometimes. And you know what? I complain about things being weird here. Our country's great, so I'm not trying to say that. But um, I'm sure other listeners in other countries probably have some weird nuances there for their countries and things, too. Um, And actually, really quickly, I want to say, like, hey, South Africa. First of all, thanks for listening because we see you up there. Uh, But second of all, I'm really sorry. Our news is just making a whirlwind of your country right now because of this new variant and the virus. And so I'm just really sorry. I hope that if you guys are in lockdown that you're listening to us and that you're maybe knitting or crocheting because we get it. It's really boring to be stuck at home. And quite frankly, I'm kind of waiting on those to come here. Although Sarah and I are in the unpopular opinion because we love knitting and crocheting so much in just easier times that, like, we may or may not be praying for an internet outage. Because <laughs> I would love Lock us more. up. Keep us home. Take away the internet. And We're happy in our world of yarn. And here's the thing, too. Like, I feel like we have gotten so dependent on not just the internet. Because in work life, the internet is needed. Like, I need to be able to send emails. I couldn't I need, fathom. Right. Right. I need to be able to process paperwork online and all that kind of stuff so for that like I cannot imagine having to do an entire day's worth of work with like pen and paper and stuff I'm gonna that... mail this customer an update <laughs> on their <Yes>. supply chain <laughs> sounds 
honestly traumatizing to me. It or, does. you know, having to pick up the phone and hope somebody answers or get a voicemail or whatever when you can just shoot off an email and they get to it when they get to it. So for that, I'm all about it's social media that I'm like, we could probably use a break from that. And not that all social media is bad, but it has gotten a bit out of hand, I feel like. It has. It has. I agree. And, you know, I... I was laughing to Jeff earlier. Again, these memes kill me. I don't know who comes up with these things, but they crack me up most of the time. And it said something along the lines of like, kids these days, we're bored. And then it was like me. My mom didn't realize I was missing from 1984 to 1988. (laughs) Go outside and play with some sticks. You know what I mean? And I think back to like my childhood, you know, I'm 37. So it's not like I'm ancient, but. My sister, me, and my childhood best friend, Destiny, used to literally pack a lunch. Hold on for me just one second. My phone is getting ready to die on us. Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on, iPhone. Don't do it. I got to put the plug in here. Put the plug in it. Okay. Are you there? I'm there. Okay. Let me go shut this dryer off real quick. (laughs) Is this your new phone or the old phone? Sorry, it's like a circus around here. I'm sorry. Totally. Okay, is this your new phone dying? No. No, it's my old one. Um, The new phone has come in. I just haven't switched it over yet. I'm going to need you to make that happen. I know. I just... When, though? Like... (laughs) Right, right. I don't have time. (laughs) Um, Probably by this weekend, I bet. There you go. Well, uh, you'll love it, I promise. But, no, I was saying that, it, you know, as kids... Our friend's mom, we would go stay there and literally we'd pack a lunch and head up the hillside behind her house and then be gone the whole day. Yeah. And I can't even fathom now being like, what, Gatlin and Remy? You're packing a lunch to take up into the woods and I'll see you this evening? <laughs> oh, okay. Go for it. Have yeah. fun. Like, there was different no. times then. But, yes, I feel like those experiences are kind of who shaped our lives today and I you know I just feel bad for today's youth they're not going to know that and not because I don't get my kids outside or anything like that but because you can't trust the world these days to even allow those scenarios to happen oh my gosh you're not even going to believe what has just come on my tv right now what Mur, dressed like a vampire oh no what the heck so essentially they've got two episodes then that they air (laughs) I was hoping you were going to say The Office. Um, oh, no, but I'm definitely going to look that up for sure. It also helps that you may have known the season in episode number for me to look it up. <laughs> Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's the one. Oh, man, that is fantastic. I But I, I always just have the TV on muted, usually most of the day, quite frankly, because it's on while I'm working and stuff, too. Like, I just, I don't know, but it's always muted, so... Yeah, just hilarious that that happened to be the channel, and here's the freaking episode we are talking about. <laughs> I just cannot even. Um, our dirty look of the week this week. We're gonna we're gonna give a couple because why not? Uh, first of all, we're gonna shout out those TV programmers, and we need you to spice it up a bit and pay attention to which episodes you're airing when. <laughs> Because we right. get a little sick of seeing the same things. And I'm not just talking about the show. Shows in general that have reruns. Seinfeld was on for like 7,000 years. And somehow it's still the same episodes of that on rerun as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but you know what they don't play a lot of reruns of? My favorite Roseanne episode ever. What one's that one? happens to be the one where they found some old pot. And oh, yeah. Roseanne's in the bathtub. Yeah. And yep, one of my favorites. That one gets aired like once a decade. Oh, I know exactly but, what you're talking about. But we'll watch this Joe Gatto the Genie a couple more times tonight. <laughs> um, so they're getting a dirty look, but I'm also getting a dirty look to adults on social media because I just need you to be adults. Like, let's make it better of ourselves to not be petty and just not stir the pot and not screenshot things and <sighs> stir the pot by sending them to other people and just feel like we could do better like you said i feel like we need a social media break as a world or country or something 
or just to remember that there's people behind those social media profiles and you know, not ours specifically. We don't have a lot of issues other than that creeper on Instagram. Have you had any more, heard any more from him? No, he got the, Excellent. he got the boot. I would <laughs> sure hope so. We were dropping it pretty hard. I, I, I tried. But that's try just, like, do, do the schools need like a, like an internet etiquette class these days? Because I just feel like everyone could do better. I, I mean, no. if you've listened to the podcast even once you would know that we are married and have kids and that is not an invitation <laughs> to think that you're going to get anything otherwise and quite frankly if you're not here to listen to us talk about yarn give dirty looks complain about projects we love to hate like you're not here for the right reasons you know how I should have responded to him I should have said if you don't even care enough to listen to the podcast and also be a crocheter or knitter how do you expect me to have any kind of side relationship with you? Oh my gosh, I would have died. Please remember that the next time we get an unsolicited message. Okay. So we can respond that way. You know what I do on Facebook when when I get unsolicited messages? What's that? I respond with the money request. Oh. Nice. Yep. So you send me a request. Hey, I would love to distribute your podcast from wherever, and I'm only going to charge you whatever. And first of all, no, you're not. So I will legit reply, and it'll be like, Brittany requested $5. (laughs) And then immediately they block me and delete me. So Um, that's the best. It is a pretty fun little happening. Um, But yeah, I don't know. People are relentless, I feel like, on there. So, like, don't come at us and be a weirdo or come at us for any other reason than to talk about yarn. Um, we're not there for any of that. But come, talk to us about yarn. Tell us about your Thanksgiving. Give us your family recipes. Tell us about the projects you love to hate. Any of that, we are here for. And we want to hear it. You can find us on social media, if you promise not to be a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> we are at Needles Hooks DL, And you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. I've got a whole one video that I finally figured out how to post there. Go like it for me. A whole 37 people have done so, so far. Oh, Whoops. I love it. Just moving on up in the world here. I promise I'll try to post another video soon. But um, you can also email us directly at uh, Needles Hooks and Dirty Looks, spelled all the way out, at gmail.com. Uh, We would love to hear from you. And again, thank you for joining us. Episode 44. That's crazy. We have almost, almost made it to a year. So definitely a big celebration to come uh, for that. But otherwise, we hope you join us here next week. And we're going to be looking. Message us. We're looking for it. Yep. Bye. Bye.